Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. It's peak season for asparagus, which pairs perfectly with a light and crisp rosé. Many bottles of champagne and sparkling wines are perfect for adult Easter baskets. And they're really cute, too. My perfect brunch? Belgian waffles with extra whipped cream and a holiday pour of your sweetest rosé. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection this spring at Total Wine and More. Cheers! What's up, everybody? It's <laughs> Underrated But Confident Podcast number six. Um, we got a lot to talk about. You know, there's some good stuff going on, a lot in the news, especially uh, NFL, MLB, um, NBA as well. So we got a lot going on. Um, I'm Chase Beiser, your host. I'm joined by Trace Johnson, Jimmy Conaway, and Zach Chatterton. We're ready to roll. Guys, how was your weekend? What, what did everybody do? Jimmy, go uh, for it. Well, let's see. What did we do Friday? Friday I worked, and then I don't think we did nothing. Came home, watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody finally. That was a phenomenal movie. Big fan. And then uh, Saturday, watched old Mr. Elmore pop the big question at the Herd game. And seeing see the, uh, uh, the Herd get that nice W, slow, incredibly slow start. Wow. It was bad. But, um. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and then today just went to church, hanging out, having a good old time, Hell yeah. enjoying the beautiful weather finally. Nice, man. Oh, yeah. yeah Trace, Trace, what'd you do, man? Yeah, I was at the Marshall game yesterday with Jim Bob and everybody, and it was a great game. Uh, got down 19-2 to two and still won by 15. You don't, you don't see that very often, but uh, it was a tell of two halves, I guess you could say. That was fun, and then uh, I, other than that, I really haven't done a whole lot this weekend. Just kind of chilling out and waiting to start the new week. And the time changes surprisingly wasn't as bad as I thought it would be on me this morning. So that's that's all positive. But I don't know. We'll see how that goes Monday. Though Mondays it might be worse. Exactly. Zach, what'd you do, man? Uh, not too much. Hung out with Tiffany a little bit this weekend. Yesterday is my dad's birthday, so happy, happy birthday. birthday, Dad. Hell yeah. Uh, Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, Dad. Other than that, not too much. Usually when it's a parent's birthday, that kind of consumes your weekend. So That's right. right. Yeah, I didn't do too much either. Just went to Lindsay's, watched uh, Marshall in North Carolina, uh, watched Netflix. We, we found a new show. I'll tell about, tell about it later. So it was pretty cool. Uh, just chill weekend, I guess. We just went from crappy weather to like nice weather. So that's kind of a mood change. And yep. yeah, Overall, not, not a bad weekend. So. West Virginia for you. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough living here. <laughs> it's yeah. like snowy. Two, what, three days ago we had like three inches of snow, and now it's 70 degrees wearing shorts, Crazy. t-shirts, and if it wasn't so wet, we'd be playing golf. Amen to that. I wish I was yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, same, same. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. All right, well, anyways, leading into now the topic of the Sunday, I suppose. The first thing Sunday morning hits is A.B. getting traded to the Raiders. 
No, I'm not too upset about it. I think it's a good fit for him, good fit for the Raiders. The Steelers 1,000% lost this trade because they got him for like a third and a fifth round pick. Plus, oh, plus they <laughs> still have like $21 million dollars left. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man down, something fail. But uh, plus they still have like $21 million in cap space. They can't use till next year. So that's just sitting there and not going to anything. And um, other than that, big debacle. They're the eight or uh, Olivion Bell still up in the air. They're thinking that he either could go to Oakland and join AB, or I could see him going to the Jets because they have more money than they know what to do with, obviously, right now. And of course, he wants a big time contract and a long term contract and this, that, and the other. So I could see him going there. But my thing is, like, you're, you're those two guys, two of the best players in football, and all you care about is money. It's like, it seems yeah. like they don't want to win, per se, you know? Like, winning a Super Bowl is not that important when it should be the only thing that's important besides, you know, a nice chunk of change to go with it. But still, like, well, you have read, your most potential. Oh, go ahead, chat. I did read that Antonio Brown had $0 guaranteed money on his last contract until he got oh, yeah, that that's pay raise with the Raiders. That's a little yeah. ridiculous for arguably best receiver in football. Zero exactly. dollars. And, and sure. what I think his meeting with the Roonies was had to do with that. He was probably thinking, okay, if you give me guaranteed money for the, the remainder of my contract, like just turn whatever's left in a guaranteed, I'm down. I'm here. I'm yeah. your man. And the Roonies probably said, no, we're not going to do that. And to me, if that's all it was, which is very likely – I don't see why you don't do that. You just say, okay, you got two years left on this contract. We will we'll give you the guaranteed money, whatever's left. It's yours. And then after the two years, you're a free agent. You're done. You want out anyways. So it's fine. Works with everyone. Yeah. But it also had to probably do with, like, Ben, the drama with him and everything. And that debauchery of a shit show that's going to continue for a while. So, oh, Anyways. What do you guys think about the uh, the wonderful trade and the left bell situation since he's probably going to be the next big name to on the move? Anyone? <laughs> um, I think, I mean, good for him getting the guaranteed money that he deserves. Like Chatterton said, probably arguably one of the best receivers in the league. I mean, how can you deny that? Just the production he does on the field and everything. And, you know, just the yards and touchdowns and catches he makes were more last year than the entire Raiders team of the yep. receivers. Yep. Every yep. single one of them. You know, you, uh, look, let's say they have seven on the roster or whatever that they interchange. He had more production and more numbers than they did. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. How can you not pay this man guaranteed money plus more? Like, and, and you know, I understand the Steelers, they had – you know, the lose-lose that we were talking about before we got on here because they lose Le'Veon Bell and they lose Antonio Brown. But even if they would have signed one of them to a multi-year extension, you lose the other one. So it is going to be a lose-lose, but they ended up losing them anyway. So, But Damian Woody brought up a good point earlier, uh, and he's a Super Bowl-winning player, and he said, not a damn one of my rings paid for anything. Not one bill, not one car, nothing. So all that guaranteed money and all the contract money, I see where he's coming from on that. But me as a winner or as a player in a winning environment, I want the ring, of course, but I also want the money 
on the back end when I retire from my family and all that. So that's my view on it. But good yeah, for true. good for him. Good for yeah. him. Oh yeah, I mean he's set three years, fifty-four million total, thirty million guaranteed. Thirty million dollars yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. Ten good million dollars him. a year. Not yeah, that's a nice little uh, uh, punch in the pocket. Or I think I mean I think he's worth account. more than that, but that's a great deal. So longer term deal, but where he's already thirty-one, I don't blame him for only giving him three right, years. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I was going to oh, add one Jason. quick thing about. <laughs> sorry, I was going to add one quick thing about that. <laughs> and uh, I, y'all were talking about, you know, it's one side of it is you can do it to try to make money, and the other side of it is you try to win a Super Bowl. I think there needs to be kind of a happy medium between those two. Like, you don't have to go out and, you know, uh, back up 10 Brinks trucks in your front yard, but then at the same time, it, you, you don't want to undersell your value. So, like, I feel like this is a pretty appropriate – uh, deal. I mean, money-wise, it's good for AB, obviously, but I don't really think the Raiders necessarily are going to compete anytime soon, but like, he could definitely help out uh, Derek Carr, I think, moving forward, maybe try to help him become the quarterback that people have thought he could be. So I think that this it's a pretty good get for them, obviously, getting one of the three or four best receivers in football, but uh, I mean, I don't really think they're going to compete anytime soon, honestly. I mean, it might take a few more years develop more people. I mean, they traded away a bunch of guys, so I don't know. I think it's a good deal for him, though, personally. Chat. What it comes down to with the Steelers for those picks, too, is A.B. just kept tanking his value every time he opened up his mouth. Every time he said one of those things, like, my next team's playing on my rules or all this stuff, his value went down, 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 to the point where third and fifth round is not too bad for what you got. He got his money and it's good for him, man. Antonio Brown finally got what he wanted. And Steelers, they got out of that situation, which they needed to get out of that situation. Now it's on to Juju and James Conner as opposed to uh, Brown and Bell. So I guess we'll see. We shall see. All right, fellas, moving on to a little NBA talk here, getting closer and closer to the end of the regular season. Not too much time left, really, until we find out who's in the playoffs, who's going to face who. Uh, it seems like at this point that the Lakers are out of it. I mean, I, they, they're shutting down Longo Ball. Brandon Ingram's out for the year. They're talking about maybe restricting LeBron's minutes. So it sounds like the Lakers are just done, which I wouldn't, Which the last time we recorded, I still thought they would make the playoffs. But it, now I think that's over with. I think they're out of it, which is surprising. Uh, not really a whole lot else going on as far as teams moving in different positions. Stuff. The Warriors are still the Warriors. All the top teams are still there. But – just get as we get closer to the playoffs, Chase. What do you think about it? How, how the just overall scene in the NBA? Who's standing out? What do you think about the Lakers situation? Not making the playoffs. Just lay it all on me. Okay, um, Lakers. Uh, there's a lot going on there. More than than we know. Um, you know, deep deep vein thrombosis for uh, Brandon Ingram. That's no joke. That's something you're going to have to get yeah. taken care of right away. Lonzo with the ankle. Um, I, I understand because, you know, some of those deep ankle issues and injuries, they, they linger. So I understand why they do that. But, uh, LeBron's minute restrictions. I don't think that's something he wants per se. I think that's more of the Lakers internal, um, between them and the coaching staff that they're going to do that, which I think is stupid. If you had the best player in the world, put him on the damn court. I mean, let's be (laughs) honest here. Warriors, I don't care. They're going to be number one seed. I hope they implode. They don't even ask me about them. I hate them so much. But, 
Um, East is it's wide open right now. Like you got Toronto in the mix, Philly. Um, let's see, uh, Boston, Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's the clear favorite, obviously. But you know the way that those teams are kind of gelling together and coming together, then I think it's going to be a lot uh, of a deeper playoff, um, kind of like you know moves than we thought and everything. So Western Conference, you know, it's the top four basically are going to be battling it out. So it's just going to be top four on. <laughs> East top four West that are going to make the biggest moves. Um, but I'm excited for the off season. I'm like I said, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. I will never cheer for the Lakers, but my dad's a big Lakers fan. So uh, <laughs> I think it's possible the way things have been going, they get the likes of Kyrie Irving or, you know, somebody, a big star. They'll probably do a sign and trade with Anthony Davis. I think that's on the horizon, whether people believe it or not, I think it's going to happen regardless um, or you could get the likes of Kawhi, who just bought a twenty-two and a half million dollar pad out in freaking L.A., where he's from. So, it, you know, yeah, you you can read into it a lot of different ways. <laughs> but um, Lakers are a travesty right now. They're going to make some moves. LeBron's going to go in the GM GM mode in the offseason and recruit people. You know, it's going to happen. Um, I I think I still think Milwaukee comes out of the East and. Warriors or Houston out of the West. It's kind of shaky right now for me, but I kind of hope Houston gets there because I'd like to see somebody else in the championship rather than the freaking Warriors. So <laughs> um, that that's my two cents on it. I think I think it'll be interesting playoffs. That's for sure. I hope so, and I'm with you. Anybody but the Warriors. Get anybody but the Warriors, baby. Hashtag I'm anybody done. but the Warriors. <laughs> Hashtag, and I'm done with them. <laughs> Too bad so, Kevin Durant's leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Jimmy, what do you think about the NBA scene right now? But just anything on your mind? Well, the Lakers as a whole are just done for. Put a fork in, or put a knife in them; they're done. Um, yep. I'm just I'm, I'm ready for the playoffs because I want the whole Laker talk on ESPN to be over with. Sick of yeah. it. They're turning into, or you know, sports centers just being consumed by that, anyways. And uh, the I agree with Chase. I think Milwaukee's out of the East. These conference could be like, I'd, could be like conference USA, conference USA <laughs> during the tournament time, you know? Yeah. Dear Lord, help them. It could be interesting. It could be fun to watch, but at the same time, it could be a real rough. The West is going to be a bloodbath for sure. And I, th- I think the, the Rockets could beat the Warriors if the Rockets are 100% healthy. They have to yeah. stay healthy and they'll, they'll beat the, the Warriors that way. Um, but. Other than that, it's just the Lakers have to be done. LeBron's minutes are going down probably just as a coaching thing. Maybe he is hurt, something, I don't know. Something behind closed doors is going on for sure. And, like, they're already in talks about next season, who's going where. And, you know, obviously the, the players are texting one another or tweeting or something and right. saying, hey, you're coming here already and the deal's being done. We're writing it up now. As soon as season's over, we'll get it going. So that's about it. Oh, I got yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it there. Uh, so, chat, uh, how are the things looking for you NBA-wise? Uh, how do you think – can your will the Cavs get out of the, the, the cellar in the last few games? What do you think about that? They're getting out of the cellar now. They're making me mad. They're knocking themselves out of the Zion sweepstakes. They're not going to get Zion. <laughs> yeah. Knicks probably will, man. Since yeah. Kevin Love came back, they have a winning record. <laughs> Damn him. Why does what he have it? to be good? 
Yeah. It's not what we're looking for. We're looking for 20 losses for the end of the year. We're, so, uh, we're, yeah, we, we're supposed to tank, right? We want the number one pick. Come on, man. What the hell's going to happen now if we win games? We're still not going to yeah. make the playoffs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Too late. Too late. Damn late. What's the damn water boy in? No one cares. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, sure really. we, pretty sure you know we were at the beginning of the year. That's yeah, four true. Start names they're running out there. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Adele started at the small forward for like two weeks earlier this year for the Cavs. Nice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were running the water boys out there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But as far as the Lakers, uh, what what I don't get is at the beginning of this season, a lot of people were saying that, you know, the Lakers are too young. They expected this to happen. This was going to happen. LeBron couldn't turn this team into a contender. This happened, and now everyone's surprised. Yeah. Like, your prediction at the beginning of the year was correct, but now you're going to act like you're surprised. I, I, don't, I don't get that. The Lakers are a disaster right now. Luke Walton's out after this year. Uh, they're going to focus on next year. At least they should, anyways. And it looks like they are. I think they need to bring in Mark Jackson as their coach. That man's needed uh, a yeah. job for years. Yeah. How yep. much credit should Mark Jackson get for the Warriors right now? He was the a coach that got all those guys. Major there. credit, bro. Pretty especially, much everyone. Especially when Steve Kerr first took over. You have you have to give the guy credit. He is he drafted that team, assembled that team, all that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Steve Kerr. Didn't really do much of anything. It's all a 1,000% Mark Jackson's team. It's just Kerr's yeah. per- put it all together. Well, really, the only player that Kerr got was KD, and that was just because of, like, Steph and Clay and Draymond and all them recruiting him. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Boogie, but, yeah. And Boogie. And Boogie, yeah. Uh, all the drafted talent the Warriors have were from Mark, from Mark Jackson's era. Yep. Yep. But sure. I figure Tyron Lue may head over to the Lakers at some point this offseason. You know, him and LeBron are still tight. Uh, yeah. He's a coach that – he won a championship, so regardless of if the adage of if he's a good coach or not, you win a championship, you're going to keep getting phone calls. But not a lot going on for me in the NBA world right now. It's, uh, like you all said, it's a race between you know, three, four, or five teams out there in the West, and the East is going to be really entertaining this year, at least for me. The I Celtics, agree. I think, are the most talented team out there, but they've got to get whatever's going on in that locker room fixed. Yep, there's clearly something going on there. There's got some issues, but it'll be interesting out there in the East, at least for me. Yeah, I'm with you. So talking now, we're getting into a little college basketball. We're really starting to get into the good stuff. Conference tournaments are starting. Uh, Murray State became the first uh, team to officially punch their ticket to the dance, which is great because that means John Morant's going to be in the NCAA tournament. And I think everybody around the country wants to see that play out. See if Murray State can, you know, maybe pull a Cinderella story. Uh, North Carolina sweeping Duke in the regular season. I know that made a few people happy. Uh, but, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, quite a bit. It's really getting hot and heavy in college basketball right now. Uh, with March Madness uh, flushing Sunday, what, next Sunday? So, I mean, it's coming. It's here, and it's going to be exciting. So, Chase, what do you think about that? I know you're hyped as crap about North Carolina, so – you can lay everything out there. <laughs> Clean your day, baby. Gotta love it. Uh, it was a heck of a game. Uh, when we went up, uh, you know, eleven there, I was like, okay, let's let's you know, let's shut the coffin on him, Undertaker, nail it down, you know, there not you get out. And then they let him back in, and I was like, oh god, here we go again. We're gonna let him back into the game. And we're gonna let these chumps come back and beat us when they're wearing their stupid jerseys. I say Duke across it, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, but it was a good game. It was a good game. Um, regardless of 
the outcome. Um, I feel like each player on Carolina rise to the occasion. They knew what they had to do. Um, they got the job done. And Duke played a hell of a game. I'm not going to discredit them in any way, even though I can't stand them, but they're a good team. You know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see if they get Zion back next week. I don't know. It's up in the air. Uh, then watching Marshall win, even though that disastrous start, that was awesome. Uh, so mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, Houston. Houston just beat uh, Cincinnati for the title um, and improved the record to 29-2, and two, and nobody is talking about them. Not a yep. single person on ESPN is talking about Houston, and they're twenty nine and two. So that's pretty crazy. And then, like you said, Murray State punched their ticket. So it's great to see John Moran again. Watch him ball out. They could be a team that upsets a higher seed or you know a storied you know team that they might go up against and all that. So it was it was it was a good week in a college basketball. I'm excited to see this week and then go through um, into Selection Sunday. So. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. That's that's for sure. It's gonna be great, ga- great games. Um, and this year, <laughs> I don't know who's gonna win. It's so up in the air. I don't even know. But I'll be at the uh, ACC tournament on Friday. So look for me on TV. I'll be the guy wearing Carolina blue. There you go. <laughs> be the guy wearing that's, Carolina blue. That's, that's good. Narrows it down, but I'll be there. <laughs> that narrows it down to about twenty thousand, right? <laughs> it's a home uh, game. It's a home yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Jimmy, what do you think about the college basketball scene right now heading into March Madness? It's Selection Sunday just a week away. What do you think? It's wild. A lot of teams lost at the worst possible time to lose in the season. Like Tennessee just lost to Auburn. Nova, yep. who hasn't really been all that great this year, they just lost again. And uh, another one who – oh, Marquette, who's like been in the middle of the pack. They just lost by two. It's like now is the time that you can't lose because it's ever so close to the, the big dance and with conference um, championships coming around the corners, like you, you got to win all the freaking games. But uh, Marshall, that Marshall game was electric and that was great. Hopefully they can yes. keep that momentum going into uh, the, the tournament and, and get another uh, trophy and then make it into the big dance and maybe – make a run or two you know that'd be sweet to see and send off the seniors in like the best way possible ever to for them but um that that duke team is still unbelievable unc proved that they're you know not going anywhere anytime soon that's right baby and so oh, <laughs> i just think that the entire big dance is going to be incredible um like if you bet on a game Good luck because you are very likely that you can lose. There's no no big team that is a guaranteed W no matter what, especially during March. So we'll see how that goes. Yep, I'm with you, man. Uh, so Chatterton, I know you're not necessarily the happiest with Duke uh, losing to Carolina twice without Zion, but you, I guess you can give your thoughts on that. But that and just the overall college basketball landscape, lay it on us, what do you think? First, it should be thrown out there that Jimmy is at a Starbucks. That is true. (laughs) But uh, as far as Duke and UNC goes, I mean, Chase were in the fight. UNC played a great game. Uh, Duke played hard. But it came down to the same thing that I thought happened in the first game. Duke was just too small. Yeah. Whether it was because of after the injuries or whatever you want to word it as, they were too small. Losing Bolden early on really hurt, too. Yeah. Uh, But UNC did what they had to do in that game to win. The injuries yep. aren't an excuse. They did what they had to do. They doubled them up on second chance points, which was the difference of the game, essentially. 
But I'm not too upset about the two losses. Uh, I think if Zion comes back, Duke is still up there. Uh, they're winning games even without him. Just they couldn't beat the really good teams that they played without him. I ho- Hopefully he does come back. And if he does, I think Duke is still right up there. Hopefully Marquise Bolden's okay. But there's a lot of good teams out there right now. UNC is coming on at the right time of the year. They're winning a lot of games right now. They're on a really good run, playing really good basketball. And this is the time of the year that you want that. The team who's playing really good right now usually goes really far in the tournament. Right. Yep. Uh, Tennessee is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You just got to get hot at the right time. That's all that matters. Once you make it, you just got to get hot at the right time. That's all that matters. Sure. And there's a lot of teams like that right now. There's also a lot of teams on the other end of that. Tennessee is not playing as well as they were early on in the year right now. They're a team that a lot of people are watching. Uh, Maybe not as much right now. A lot of teams are punching their bids and, we're so close to we're so close to that time of the year. My favorite time of the year. I'm so excited. Hey, man, March Madness oh, baseball start. The, oh yes, sure. this is the best oh, time sure. of the year. Yeah. Um, right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with fifty to seventy percent off the entire store. Plus, take an extra fifty percent off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at nineteen ninety nine. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Switching over now, uh, there's been a lot of news going on in MLB. As we saw, Bryce Harper signed a $13, $330 million deal with the Phillies. What is he thinking? I don't think he's there for 13 years, but get that money, playboy. Get that money. That's all that matters. And then uh, Manny Machado, we talked about last time, getting a nice crispy $300 million deal with uh, the uh, Padres. So that that was – that was pretty cool to see. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of um, good players still out there. Uh, Dallas Keuchel still out there. Kind of crazy. Um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Jimmy. Come on, man. <laughs> they have the money. They, have the money. they can spend it. They're just not going to. Yeah. Know right. ages, That's what I'm saying. They're just not, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. Jimmy's, Jimmy's uh, just hoping they can sign him to a $300 deal. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> bring, him, bring him in as the bullpen reliever. He got it. Yeah, he got really. it, baby. But uh, the spring training's kicking off, so it's nice to see baseball back. We're getting, we're getting close. We're getting close. I know opening day's on the horizon coming up here, and uh, not too long from now. So, uh, just watching a little bit of spring training gets me excited. Uh, I know they had a uh, on cut four. They had the video of Javi hitting that bomb, and it was just nice to hear the bat on the ball and watching that thing sail out. So, um. Trace, what what do you think about uh, MLB free agency and spring training so far? Oh man, it was pretty wild, especially that Harper deal. I mean, thirteen years is that's an unbelievable deal. Deal like he's going to be there until like if he actually is there for thirteen years, he'd be like forty, almost forty at that time. It's like good lord, that's a long contract. But obviously, uh, he's a caliber of player that under the way that the free agency and way you can the money you can dish out the players, he could be a player that would definitely warrant getting that kind of money, even though I, I don't think anybody's worth $330 million as an athlete. Well, you know, I mean, that's just too much. But uh, he, I mean, if the guys like him and Mike Trout and guys like that are definitely at the top of the food chain. They would be the ones that would deserve that kind of a deal if there is such a thing. But, no, it's wild. I don't think – it's not really the best move for him as far as if he wants to win right away because I don't think the Phillies are going to – I mean, they might – they could be a playoff team this year, I guess. But, like, I don't think they're really a championship World Series contender yet. So, 
it might take a while for them to uh, build to that level. And especially since they're going to be giving him all that money, uh, they're not going to have necessarily probably a whole lot of other room to go out and sign anybody. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm so excited for baseball coming up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, weather outside today is about like 70 degrees. It's, it's starting to feel like spring, starting to feel like uh, baseball season. So it's getting it's getting really good. I can't wait. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yep. Zach, what do you think, man? Oh, man, this is this is a great time of the year. Baseball's kicking off. We're about to get right into the heat of things in the season. There are a lot of big names out there. But with Bryce Harper still, that, that contract, that's massive. There's no opt-outs <sighs> in that deal. It, it, it has the writing, and he's going to be there for a while. Uh, he actually isn't getting paid as long as Bobby Bonilla, though. Bobby Bonilla will still be getting paid for four years after Bryce Harper retired, after this contract ends for Bryce Harper. Nice. Just throwing that out there because the Mets are <laughs> just phenomenal at business decisions. Phenomenal. Best <laughs> deal ever. It's like you yes. retire from baseball, and like 20 years later, you're still getting paid a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's why the, that's why the oh, Mets wow. are like the – one of the worst teams in New York. You got, you got the Yankees. God, I mean, let's see. Who else they got? You got the New York Liberty, the freaking WNBA team. You got the Knicks. You got the Jets, the Giants, and then 50 feet of shit, and then the Mets. There you go. Business decisions on the go right there, baby. That's how it is. Mathematically, if they can get DeGrom to start every two games – they will win a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This whole five-man rotation thing, that's not working. Yeah, DeGrom no. gets 50 starts in a year. Well, yeah. and the thing was, the Cubs almost traded for DeGrom last season or a year, season before that, so pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, what do you think, man? That Harper deal is wild, but uh, I heard where Andrew McCutcheon was walking like Bryce Harper and BP, and like the first pitch that Harper saw, he cranked it out to like – the center field or left center or something. And then McCutcheon's like, all right, I guess he can stay. And <laughs> you know, that outfield is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Hopefully, you know, they both stay healthy. And I think the Phillies in general could be, you know, a team to actually watch out for now. But right, I'm just, oh, I can't wait for, for opening day, opening weekend, the first pitch and just uh, the best time of year. Because as you guys have just all said that baseball starts – this, the tournament starts for basketball, college basketball, and it just gets right on rolling into everything. I love right it. In, right in the MLB. It's yep, just the perfect exactly. setup. You got it's the national beautiful. championship. Two weeks later, opening day, baby. Boom. Yep. Got uh, it. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Good times. All right. Well, transitioning to some MMA here. Uh, we have a lot that's gone on since the last time we were on here. A uh, couple surprises, a couple not. John Jones defended his title in pretty dominant fashion. That's not oh, that yeah. much of a surprise. Uh, Kamaru Usman did what Kamaru Usman does to everybody that he fights. Uh, I'm surprised that he did it to Tyron Woodley, but Kamaru Usman just – his wrestling is clearly upper echelon of the sport right now. And oh, yeah. If he can do that to a guy like Tyron Woodley, he could hold on to that belt for quite a while. Still don't like watching the guy fight. He had opportunities in that fight, and he just elected not to. Uh <laughs> Ben Askren made his debut in a perfect Ben Askren fashion. A lot of controversy behind it. Almost got beaten up in the process. Uh, a lot of controversy in that one. Uh, but, hey, that's Ben Askren. Ben Askren's run to the UFC has been controversial. So he got here, and it's only fitting that that worked. Uh, Pedro Munoz with the big wins, the beat one. 
Uh, Johnny Walker's hype train picked up a lot. Diego Sanchez turned back the clock a little bit. Uh, and from the fights just yesterday, uh, Junior DeSantos turned back the clock as well. Knocked yeah. out Derek Lewis in the second round in a back-and-forth fight. Yeah. Very impressive. Nico Price uh, absolutely knocked the living fuck out of Tim Means. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, my God. <laughs> he hit the dude and so Means hard. Was he... winning. Means was winning the entire fight, and then, bam! Yes. Did. He hit Tim Means so hard in the jaw that he broke his ankle. <laughs> oh, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> wow, then Rothwell man. made his return and lost uh, in controversial decision. Yeah. Uh, Neil Darius had a really nice arm triangle last night. If you haven't gotten to did. see that, you should check that out. I like Drew Dober, though, but yeah, he got caught. He got caught yeah. in that mitt for sure. Yeah, Drew Dober is one of those guys who I, I love his style of fighting, but he just never seems to win a whole lot. Right. Right. But we got some nice fights coming up here. Till Mosfidal is this weekend out in London. Uh, that'll be a great fight. I love watching those two fight. And those two, they're, they're back and forth. It's just been hilarious. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Dominic Reyes fights this weekend. That's a name for me to watch. If Dominic Reyes beats Volkan Ozdemir this weekend and then maybe gets another fight in there, I think he's going to be the next challenger after Tiago Santos to John Jones. Dominic Reyes is flying up that light heavyweight division. Uh, the week after that, UFC Nashville will be there. Yes, we will. Uh, <laughs> Wonderboy and Showtime. Showtime's making the move up to 170 to fight Wonderboy. Uh, I guess we'll see how well that goes for him. It's a lot of weight to go up over his career. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you got a lot of big names on that card, though. Jose Formiga and Davison Figueredo is going to be a great fight. That's the number one and number four in the flyweight division as far as ranking goes. Uh, Macy Barber's making her return. Macy Barber is trying to become the youngest champion in history. It's not obviously not in this fight, but she is 19 or 20 right now, and she has a timer on her phone where it goes off on whatever day it goes off. That is the day that she becomes older than whenever John Jones won his belt. So she wants to get her title before that day. I thought that was an interesting story for Macy. But there's a lot of great fights in UFC Nashville. Chase, what, what do you think? What fights are you looking forward to? What are you, what, what are you thinking about the fights that just happened? Uh, well, jo- John Jones solidified that he's probably the, probably the GOAT. I mean, Anderson Silva, uh, you know, he had a nine-year title reign, which was incredible. Um, but John Jones, stylistically... Um, if you look at it, it is probably the most well-rounded uh, fighter that we've ever seen, period. Whether it's wrestling, striking, kickboxing, judo, jiu-jitsu, whatever you want to think. Whatever you can think of, he's the best at, period. And Anthony Smith went in there. He had a great game plan. He fought well. I thought it was a, a tremendous fight. I really I really did. Um, now for the Usman and Woodley fight, I called Usman winning. I just thought... You know, the way, because I heard him on Barstool on the, uh, on the radio, and then he was talking about it. I was like, this guy is like a bona fide killer. Like, he just sits there so calm. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there, punch his face in, take him down, punch his face in. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what? Like, you just can't just say that on the radio without being like a crazy person. But uh, and, he, and he proved me right. I mean, he proved me right. Ben Askren, God, I hated watching him win, but the dude does it. He does it. <laughs> He's a goofy looking dude. Like I <laughs> God. Like he looks like Screech from Say by the Bell with a punched in face. Like that's just what he looks like. And obviously Robbie, the classy guy that he was, he was upset. And then he was like and he told her being like, Oh man, you're the best in the business. I got you, whatever. But I think they should run it back. I know 
Askren said, oh, "I'm not. Why do? Why should I run it back? I won. Whatever. Well, if you have the balls and do it, beat him again. Period. Um, last night, as we saw, Junior Dos Santos turned back the clock, like you said. Um, the first time I saw Junior fight was at UFC 160 when me and Dad went out in Vegas, and he did that spinning head kick on Mark Hunt that like connected with his calf and knocked him out. I don't uh, to this day I don't know how he knocked him out with his calf muscle, but it's pretty impressive." Um, so that, that was crazy, especially over a very dangerous guy like Derek Lewis, who going into that fight, I really thought Derek Lewis was going to, going to win, especially after Junior's last couple of fights before that, before he went on this winning streak. Um, you know, like you said, a lot of good fights coming up and that have just happened. Uh, I'm excited to be at UFC Nashville again. It's going to be great. Um, but like you said, Till and, um, Jorge Masvidal. That's going to be a hell of a fight. A hell of a fight, and I cannot wait to see that. Um, what, what's the start time on that? Like 11 a.m. probably? <laughs> uh, it's early. It's in London. Oh, of course. Time, of course. But it, That's, it's, uh, it's not convenient for us. <laughs> I know. It's like we got to set a work alarm clock just to watch it. But Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I said, uh, you know, UFC Nashville is going to be entertaining. Like you said, there's a lot of great people on that card and all that, and especially, you know, Wonder Boy and – Anthony Pettis, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to see them two fight. And uh, I hate I hate that Cody got knocked out again. Um, but he's got to he's got to go back to the drawing board here, man. That's three in a row. I mean, from this, the exact same way. The exact same way. He's got to get that left hand up. He's got to get that left hand up because look what happens. Look what happens every time he doesn't get that left hand up. Boom, he's dead. He's out. And it sucks. But a lot of great fights coming up. Um, just you know. Be on the lookout for us at UFC Nashville. We'll post a lot. We'll probably do a live feed and everything. So just make sure you tune into that. And that's that's what I got for you, man. Uh, let me ask you this. I have two questions from the pay-per-view event. Sure. Number one, do you think Anthony Fish should have taken the DQ in? No. I think, I he's, I think yeah. he's a warrior, and I don't think he wants to win that way. That's I what mean- I thought. I think he wanted to win either unanimous decision if it went down to it or a knockout. I don't think yeah. he's going to take the cheap way out and get the DQ. I mean, eh. You know, it, it's a it's a gray area that DQ was. It was a very gray area, yes. but he's he's a he's a legend in my book for not doing that. And he's got and like he's got big cojones going in there and fighting the greatest of all time and going five rounds with him. So yes, I, I agree with you on the Smith thing, but how much money he probably lost out on that's that's pretty tempting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think he still got paid pretty hefty for that. So, you know, either way, he's walking with a big bag. So He didn't literally lose out on this. It was just hypothetically. But if he had won the belt, he would have gotten a rematch of John Jones. So he would have won that. He would have gotten the pay for that. He would have gotten pay-per-view pay for all this stuff. He, just, he, he lost his win bonus from this. His win bonus for this fight was double the money that he made. He would have right. made an extra 200K just right on the spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gave up a lot of money for that. He probably gave up almost a million money just over the Yeah, probably honor. a million and some change, I would say. Yeah, yeah, just over honor. So a lot of respect to Anthony Smith. Absolutely. Absolutely. And did you think Robbie Lawler was out on that show? Uh, no, no. He he gave him the signs that he was okay, and he said, "I'm good, man." And then two seconds later, they, I don't think he was out. I really don't. And the way he popped right back up, there's no way he was. Because if you're out from the bulldog choke, you're on, like, you're on the ground. Like you're you don't know where you're at. You don't know what's going on. He got up and was like, "What the hell? I'm fine." So 
Oh, uh, I'm not talking after the fact. I'm talking live, like when it was in, when his arm kind of flopped down. I, I don't think so. I, I I think he I think he was trying to fight it off, and it just the way it looked. I think that's why Herb Dean stepped in, but I, I don't think he was. I. I, I think know. he was out cold. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. Too. His arm just flopped and went limp. I thought he was done, out cold. But, but I do think. But it's Waller. Robbie Waller. I mean, yeah, we've but, seen the yeah, dude get knocked the hell out, yeah. choked, basically time, on the verge of going eyes going black, and he got Herb, out of it. So Herb even picked up his arm, and it just immediately dropped down like as a dead fish kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. and there. then he gave him the thumbs up after that. Yeah. So he clearly yeah. was there, but it just it looked weird. It looked yeah. off. It, it was the timing of it was probably bad. Uh, like Herb may have could have waited a couple more seconds to see what would happen after he dropped it because it looked like whenever he picked up Lawler's arm and then dropped, he stopped it. Maybe it, you know you pick up his arm, let it drop, and then count like in your head to three or five or something. Then stop it. So yeah. I don't know. It, it is it is a touchy thing, but Ashburn got his butt kicked and like, and it was incredible. I thought Lawler was going to win, hundred percent. I did and too. And then uh, Ashburn just jumped all over him and put him in a. In a See, now, was if that was Yamasaki, he would have let it. He would have let it keep going until Ben Askren was basically dead. And I've been like, ah, he's probably doing the MMA world a favor. Man, yeah. no one really cares. <laughs> like, but Askren, Askren winning was unbelievable. That was a lot, or, that was cool to see. And I heard him on the Pat McAfee show, and and um, he was saying that he never wanted to fight Lawler. He has like a loads respect or outrageous amount of respect for Lawler, and he wanted to fight someone that you know he could care less about you know like he didn't want he never wanted to fight him because he loved the guy you know it's like nobody wants to fight robbie lawler yeah exactly he's a great guy i don't want to fight him and i watched robbie lawler have a triangle cut on his lip from roy mcdonald live and was a gushing mess and still pushed forward and beat the crap out of the dude yeah he's a a madman he's an absolute madman and um, you know, Aspen does not want to rematch because he's been there, done that kind of thing. He's like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to fight someone else if Dana White will let him fight. And so, who knows? I think Aspen is a more, or is probably one of, if not the most entertaining wrestlers for the UFC because he just seems to be like kind of all over the place and does yeah. all this wild stuff. Big freestyle wrestler. Yeah, that's just me. I personally don't need to see the fight again. I, yeah. I thought at that second, I thought it was a good stoppage. It clearly wasn't. But my, my thing with that is if he hadn't stopped it right there, Lawler wasn't getting out of that. That was going to be yeah. another minute and a half of him just getting his head crushed by the strongest grip in MMA. I, I personally don't need to see that fight again. I think both guys should just need to move forward on it. Robbie has kind of said well, the who same do you think, thing. Who do you think African fights next? He wants to fight Till, but I'm not even sure Till's going to beat uh, Masvidal. Right. Uh, it, I would say the winner of Till Masvidal and then move on from there. Right. Or you know, maybe move up. He's not going to fight Woodley. Him and Woodley are close. Him and Woodley are boys. They're not going to fight each other, so that one's out. Askren got put at number six. So uh, Till would be an interesting fight. I think he would mop the floor with Darren Till. Darren Till's wrestling defense is not that good. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Colby is getting the next shot against Usman. I would have loved to have seen Askren and Colby. I would love to see Askren face the winner of that eventually, but I don't think he deserves it right now. So maybe the winner of Tillmoss would all and then go from there. Yeah, I hope Usman absolutely head kicks the crap out of Colby. God, I cannot stand that guy. 
another yeah. another thing I learned from um, or Aspirin's interview on the Pat McAfee show was that Reebok pays UFC fighters based on how long you fought with the UFC and in their yes. career. You know, so I didn't know that. And Askren is uh, has been through the gauntlet. He's nineteen and zero now, and he's been to two or, or two other MMA leagues and has dominated in his weight class. And but he goes to the UFC and gets paid like a rookie, or gets paid like a first timer kind of thing, which is oh. weird to me. But I understand it, I guess. He he's been to even more. He's won belts in two of them. He won one and one, and he won in Bellator. Bellator but yeah. uh, he he's been in like six of them now. Oh, okay. This, yeah, is Ben Askren's been everywhere. It seems to me a lot of people don't seem to like Ben Askren, at least at the top. Dana White hates him already. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't get it, but we're not, I'm not behind the, the scenes and get all the info. But, anyways, leading into a uh, different topic, our newest segment, Would You Rather, uh, where we each rattle off a Would You Rather question to each other, usually sports related. Uh, my question for you all is. Would you rather be a Hall of Fame caliber player but never win a ring, or would you rather win a ring or two but just be kind of a bench player, just a guy who's behind the scenes doesn't really get recognized at all? So would you would you rather take the recognition and no rings or no recognition at all but he had some rings at the end of it? This also does come with pay. So if you're like a Hall of Fame caliber player, you know you get paid like that. If you're not, you don't. So on and so forth. Oh, that's that's kind of tough. Because you know, there's only a very, very select few of who's in the Hall of Fame, but and there's more or a little more who that have a ring. But I think just having a ring would be awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, not that much money, but you still get to say and wear that massive ring the size of my fist everywhere yeah. you go. So having a couple rings would be would be pretty cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind being a backup punter, and getting a ring, and still getting the swag. Five hundred million, five hundred thousand a year, five hundred million. Wow! For a backup punter, <laughs> for a backup punter, holy shit! Jimmy is never going to be a GM in this league. This gets math. This math is wow. Yeah, I can't. I, me and math don't go along well. So, Jimmy's yeah. trying to fill out his roster as the inaugural GM, and he gives all of his money to the backup punter, and he has no roster past that. <laughs> like like nope. Carlos from Bench Horse, I am twelve. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I go rings. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, <laughs> rings would be so cool, but with the money and everything getting paid as Hall of Famer, I'd, I'd simply take that just because I'd be able to look out for my family afterwards because eventually, if yeah, that ring is cool and all, but the money's going to slow up. You know, That's what's going to happen. I'd rather have multi-multi-million dollar deals and be a Hall of Fame player so I can invest in stuff later on that will be better financially for myself and my family. So I go Hall of Fame way. That's also true. Yeah, I think I probably, honestly, it depends on the level of the player. Like, if you're just a bench warmer that absolutely never plays and you win a ring, that's really not that big of a thing. I mean, it's cool, but, like, now if you're, like, a role, like, basketball, we'll just say, like, a role player, a six-man, and then, then you win a ring, I think that's, now that's definitely warranted and valid and good stuff there, but I don't know. I think I'd almost rather be a Hall of Famer without a, a ring because if you're in the Hall of Fame of any sport, you're the you're an elite elite of the elite. Like it's not just like you're a bench warmer. Bench warmers can win rings and championships, but Hall of Famers they they don't 
that they don't throw that out there lightly. So it, it depends on what, what, I mean, your goal is always to win a ring or a championship, whatever. And that's always going to be the goal of anybody. But at the same time, it depends on the level of player to, for me. Like if you're a bench warmer, I, I would much rather be in the, the, the hall of fame. But if you're a solid player for a long time and then you win a ring, now that, that would mean more to me. So yeah, that's kind of where I sit with that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I feel you. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Anybody else got any would you rather? Chat, did you answer? Yeah, chat. Oh, Let's hear from oh. you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're the one who created uh, this. We gotta hear it. Yeah, we wanna hear it. <laughs> we gotta hear it, buddy. I, I think I would prefer to be the role player and get some rings because Regardless of what sport you're in, you're going to make a little bit of money, and as long as you're smart financially, that will still last you for quite a while. And there's no price to put on winning a ring at the end of the day. I don't care how much money you made. There's no price to put on that. That's what all these guys want. So that's what I would go with. At the end of the day, you don't ever hear anybody who won a ring saying, oh, I wish I would have made more money in the process. But you do hear people who are you know, legends of the sport who didn't win a ring saying, man, my biggest regret was not winning a ring. Uh, So that's what I would say. Yeah, I feel you. But anybody got any other ones? I got yeah, one. I'll, go ahead, Jim. Tracy, you go first. You go first. Okay. I would just kind of brainstorm this just as I'm sitting here watching some college basketball in the background here. But uh, I've been hearing a lot of things about how long reviews take and how long they slow the game down, choke the life out of the game. And I, I'm kind of seeing a lot more of that talk recently. So would you all – this is regarding that type of scenario. Would you all rather reviews take forever, but they get the call right? Or would you rather them not review as much with the risk, the chance of missing a call, but the game would go smoother and faster? So what do you all think about that? That's another good one. Because, uh, you know, that always sucks. You're sitting there for 5, 10, 15 minutes trying to get the yeah. call right on something that – Almost looks clear as day, but all the other factors play into it. I think getting the call right, you know, just but it sucks for the players because you're sitting there, you're in a your timeout area, you can't really do much. Maybe getting cooling off and uh, and all that. So I guess maybe the players would say, just give us the ball, let's keep going. And but I think rather getting the play, or I would rather get the play right. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I would probably say the same thing. I'd rather have the play right because they could definitely alter the game to where one team wins and one team loses that probably shouldn't have. So that's that's the one reason I would go with that. I mean, I'm all for making the game smoother and everything. That's for sure. But I would worry if they just kind of rushed it and didn't view it as right. much. It's just going to be it's going to be up in the air. You never know because let's let's say it's in a you know in the in the uh, NBA Finals, it's like Game Seven, and it comes down to seven seconds, and it goes off somebody else's foot. Uh, let's say it's for the Warriors, but they turn it on the other team and say it was off their foot and give the Warriors ball and they make a game-winning shot. Well, that's bullshit. Shouldn't have yeah. happened. It shouldn't have happened. It should have been their ball, and it should have gone to overtime if they didn't make the shot, or if they did, they would have won. And, and that, you know, whatever. It just has to be consistent across the board, which we. Don't see uh, so very so often um, we'll get consistency, but right now it's just very inconsistent. But still, I'd rather have the call be right than alter the game and have a team that lose that shouldn't have. So, yep. 
Chat, what about you? Uh, I, I think with the way it's at currently, I would rather them take their time on it. I would personally like to try to find a little happy medium with it where whenever you go to a review, there's like a time limit. You know, maybe exactly. two minutes. Two that's minutes or so. Yep, that's a good idea. Like, that's exactly what I'm with. Yeah. yeah, if they feel the need to go to uh, the review, there should be some time limit on this because the ones that just take forever, that you feel like you can almost see immediately. Just once mm-hmm. you get one replay, those are those are the ones that are really driving me nuts. Because then you, know, you got the players sitting there and they're getting stiff, particularly if it's late in the game after they're already tired. And just it, it takes a lot of the fun out of the game. There's too much computer in it right now. You got to have some kind of time limit on it. But I would prefer them getting the call right over them getting it wrong. Personally, I agree Whether with you 100. Speeds up the pace. Yeah, for sure. Jimmy, did you have one? Yeah, I just thought of it actually. Um, mine's a little lengthy, but let's say you get the uh, opening day tickets to your favorite MLB team for the entire like weekend or week or whatever with unlimited amount of money to spend on at the shop or at the uh, concession stand or and the concession stand. Or go to the first, we'll say first two rounds of the NCAA tournament uh, for your favorite team. So would you rather do the baseball weekend or first two rounds of the NCAA tournament with like unlimited amount of money to spend at concession stands and the team stores? Hmm. I'd go baseball. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I think I'd go NCAA tournament just because, like, if, when Marshall gets to the NCAA tournament, like that is just, there's nothing cooler than that for me. So I mean that, I mean that would be just incredible. But I mean, it's not like you could go wrong either way. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was because I've been thinking about that. I was like, I think baseball would be a lot of fun. You're out in the sun. It's nice, nice and cool still, and just oh, you know, the all the beers that would be flowing. Oh and then, boy, you know, getting like a nice jersey and kind of thing, and then. um but also the atmosphere being there for like the you know for Marshall especially you know for the first two rounds would be would be really cool. I still think I would do the baseball weekend. It was oh, it, so awesome. It would, it would be like a lot of fun. I don't know, but yeah, I think I would just go ahead and pick the uh, the baseball weekend. I'd flip a coin. And I'd be happy with either one of them. You know what? I, I would probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it lands on is, yeah, it's written in the stars. I'm supposed to go here. So, yep. <laughs> there we go. That's what I would do. It's a good idea, Mammoth. Nothing wrong yep. with that. I don't have one this week. I didn't get a chance to think of one. So, we'll move right into our favorite segment of Whose Man's Is This? I will read you some funny news headlines, as well as the other guys, as well as also. And we will say, who's man's? Let's get it going. Unlicensed gun owner accidentally shoots himself in the penis. Who's man's this? Karma. How would you do that to yourself? Point and aim the other way, brother. How'd you get in that situation? Shoot it at your hip. Come on now. Come on. What are you doing? That's so crazy. So crazy. Man allegedly faked own kidnapping to get out of Super Bowl pool playout. Who's paying this? You gotta own up to that, bro. If you ain't got the money to bet, then don't bet. Period. Just all you gotta do is just suck it up and you're fine. But whatever, stupid people. Unbelievable. 
This one, next one, you figured Jameis Winston would be at. Here we go. Two people arrested after buffet brawl over crab legs. Whose man's is this? That's Jameis Winston's family right there. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta it be. be. That's fantastic. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't, that's all I got. Anybody else got any? Trace, you got anybody? You know, I haven't seen anything worth. I don't. I haven't seen much about anything that would be good for this segment. So I unfortunately am empty this week on here. Okay, that's fine. Zach, you got any? Uh, I have this one that is a very serious situation, but the headline is just uh, a little <laughs> confusing here. Over here. eighty hurt as Japanese ferry crashes in suspected whale incident. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's some clickbait right there. As opposed to just saying in the headline that they crash into a whale, yeah. they have to say suspected whale incident. Yeah. Suspected whale incident. Oh my gosh. Makes <sighs> it sound so just evil. Yeah. There was a yeah. whale underneath, just like <laughs> petting evil. a like, furless cat. Just. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to run into that whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you got anybody? My whose man's is this for this week and probably the last last week or two is the Boston Celtics as a whole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, start out, you start out as a phenomenal team looking like you could you know really challenge the Warriors to a god-awful team that has no idea what the hell they're doing. So it's, it's uh, yeah, whose man's is this Boston? Celtics Kyrie, Celtics. whose man's is this? Yeah, exactly. That flat earther. <laughs> flat I'm telling earther. you. <laughs> Poor Kyrie. Poor Kyrie. All right, right fellas. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so moving into the next segment here, going to hit on some uh, what you all think about TV show of the week, movie of the week, song of the week, just any of those three or all of them, whichever you want to do. Chase, what do you got for us this week? Okay. Um, right out the gate, I didn't know you were gonna ask me first, but I got you. Don't worry. Got uh, you. <laughs> got him. But uh, got him. TV show. Uh, we we found one on Netflix called The Order. It's kind of like a. Uh, it's a mix between like a magical, like, like Harry Potter type magic type stuff, um, and werewolves. It's pretty cool. It's actually a, it's only one. It's only one season so far, um, and you know I, I'm not not big on. That kind of stuff, but I actually thought it was really interesting and kind of like it kind of like grabs you in, man. And you're like, oh, damn, I didn't think I was gonna like this, but wow, yeah, it's actually really good. Um, so definitely recommend watching that. Uh, that's what I was talking about earlier at the start of the podcast. So definitely uh, take your time and watch that. It's one season. The episodes are like 45 minutes, so they're kind of lengthy, but they're worth it. Uh, movie movie of the week. Oh man. I watched The Town again, and that's just a great, great movie. Like, I love that movie. And we always make the running joke of, you know, if we were all together and someone came to us and was like, I can't tell you what it's about. I can't tell you who it is, but we're going to hurt some people. And we'd always answer back, well, whose car are we taking? Whose car are we taking? Whose car are we taking? <laughs> so I had to watch The Town. It was on, and it just started. And I was like, oh, thank God. have to watch it. So that's, that was my movie of the week. And, and then... um. Song of the Week, Chasing That Neon Rain- Rainbow by Alan Jackson. It's a classic. Talking about 
playing in bars and stuff. So that that was I heard that on the radio, and I was like, oh man, it takes you back. But it's a it's a great song. So yeah, those are mine for the week. Nice, nice. So uh, Jimmy, what do you got? Uh, any of the three or all of them, or what do you got? Just generally. Uh, movie of the week. Finally saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and that was phenomenal. Um, I need to see it. It was a great movie. I loved it. I had loved every bit of it. Loved every second of it. It was awesome. It was really cool. Um, then probably the song of the week would be obviously Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Pumping yeah. Queen. Ever since you know we saw that movie again and that yep. legendary band, and uh, uh, we also saw another movie yesterday. I believe it's called Widows. I saw the preview for it um, like a couple months ago when it was right before it came out. The preview made it look phenomenal. The movie as a whole was a total letdown. And it just wasn't that good. And I hate when that happens. You see a preview and it looks really good. You're watching the movie and you're just like, that. I, I, uh, what? It's like, no. It's just, they show all the good parts in the preview. It drives me nuts. But yeah, so that's all I got. Cool stuff. I, I got to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I have, I've been wanting to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. <laughs> but, yeah. But, so, chat, what do you got for us for any of those three? Uh, I don't have a movie of the week. Uh, for TV show, I've gotten back into Walking Dead. This season has actually been really good, honestly, <clears throat> from a show that the last two seasons were, to be quite honest, awful. Uh but this past season's actually been really good. They introduced the Whispers, and that's been a really cool storyline. As far as song of the week, I was going through Shuffle on my phone the other day, and Oy Vey by Mac Miller, rest in peace, came on, and I forgot how much I loved that song. So. It's a good one. It's a good song, too. Trace, what's yours, man? Yeah, I haven't seen a new uh, any new movie worth mentioning or any uh really any different songs but i did did have a tv show that just came back on uh this past week a week and a half or whatever it's kind of an older show that was gone for a year or two then they brought it back that being american idol okay so uh i know i know it's kind of feel like i'm stuck in the mid-2000s a little bit but it it is it's been really good so far this season like there was a couple auditions that were just mind blowing, honestly. So like, I, it's been a really good start to the show. I really like the judges that they have now: uh, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan and Katy Perry. They've done a really good job, uh, and I and I'm looking forward to this season. There's some really really talented people in there, so I can't wait to see how how they progress and who else steps up. So American Man, Idol, solid. And just this just in, uh, Chiefs just released Justin Houston. Uh, since they couldn't trade him, so now he's hit the free agency market. So, pretty big pickup if anybody gets him. So we'll see. <laughs> Coming at you live. Right. First, I break the news. Underrated but confident. There you go. Breaking the news. Breaking news. All right. So, everybody, uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, it's our sixth episode. We're going to keep it going from here. Uh, as for myself, Chase, Jimmy, Trace, and Zach, we appreciate you guys listening. Have a great week, you bunch of savages. Peace out. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Right now, weeds everywhere are shaking in their roots. Because right now at the Home Depot, the full lineup of Roundup weed and insect killers is now up to 20 bucks off. The more you buy, the more you save. 
time to stock up. From front yards to flower beds, weeds are headed your way, which is why you should be headed our way. Today is the day for doing, with up to 20 bucks off Roundup products. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. While supplies last, selection varies by store. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.